Common Sensors Podcast Consumers. Welcome to episode 127 of Go Tell It to the Wall podcast, hosted by me, of course, your absolute favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. Got a very exciting episode for you on this fine Thanksgiving Eve. That's right. It's not Sunday. It's not Thursday. But if you've been a longtime listener of Go Tell It to the Wall, you know when we had previous weekly Thursday episodes, every Thanksgiving week, uh, we would do a Wednesday episode simply because I didn't want to come in here and record after eating a half a turkey and a pot of uh, mashed potatoes. Uh, So here we are, back to that format, Uh, and of course that means we've got some beer in here. So we'll talk about that as well. Uh, But first, we always kick things off with our social plugs. You can keep up with us during episodes, after episodes, for episodes, whenever you so please, and you can do that in multiple locations. One of those would be facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. That's right, facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. Uh, also, our YouTube channel, head on over to youtube.com slash go tell it to the wall. Subscribe to our channel. That's going to give you all of our awesome videos that get posted. Not only these video feeds, uh, but all of our video playlists as well. Mental Health Mondays, Parenting Playlists, all that good stuff. Uh, and Common Sense Sundays, I should say. these. We're, this isn't a Common Sense Sunday. Those are up there as well. Uh, so make sure you are subscribed to our YouTube channel. And, of course, my own personal Instagram account, which is at SoCalSean. That's right, at SoCalSean, S-O-C-A-L-S-E-A-N. Follow me there. I'll probably follow you back. Lots of great stuff going on uh, on the Instagram. I, pr- I, like, I prefer to use – I like Facebook for my music groups and for putting the podcast stuff out there. But uh, I, I t- find myself using Instagram a lot more. And, of course, they're, they're owned by the same company. They're all run, <laughs> run on the same servers. It's not any anything crazy. It's just – it's less reading for me, I think. Maybe that's what it is. I I love reading, but I, I get tired of reading. Fa- I, I don't know. But I'm on Instagram quite a bit, so, so follow me on there. Probably follow you back unless you're just trying to show me pictures of your butt, which is seems to be half of Instagram. Not when, when I'm in my feed, but it always pops up, and I'm like, ah, why, why are you trying to send me a message? I, like, do you. I'm not interested in, in your, your photos of, of yourself scantily clad. Do you? I know lots of people out there are. In fact, we're going to talk a little bit about that uh, in, in this week's episode, but not for me. Uh, and of course, what are we talking? We're still talking about social plugs here. Uh, of course, we have our official website, SeanO'RourkeLive.com. That is your one-stop shop for everything that is Go Tell to the Wall, Common Sense Sundays, Go Tell to the Brewery, and of course, myself, Sean O'Rourke. So make sure you bookmark that one. Check back often. You're also going to find a link to our Patreon that's right, our Patreon. If you're not familiar with Patreon, uh, I highly recommend you check it out. Even if you're not going to support us, there are plenty of other musicians and artists and and uh, creators out there that you can support, uh, even if you really hate Go Tell It to the Wall. So make sure you're, you're familiarizing yourself with Patreon, even if it's not for us. Uh, and, of course, our merch website links right there from SeanOrWorkLive.com. Uh, go on there, get yourself some merch. New stuff's going to be added over the next week or so. Still plenty of time to get get merch in time for the holidays, uh, although that is running short because the 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 merch turnaround times uh, are are a little bit longer on that site. Because <laughs> one day it's gonna be me with boxes of t-shirts behind me. Right now it's all just going through a a fulfillment site, uh, so it's a little bit different. I only have so much control over timing and stuff. I have control over the designs and what we sell, but as far as their their lead time needed, so so make sure you're checking that out sooner than later. You do still have some time. Uh, but but not a ton of time, so so get on there for that. Uh, and happy Thanksgiving. Uh, I know this can be a real 
we've come to realizations, and we're doing so much better uh, over the past, you know, 10, even 20 years. We got rid of that silly Columbus Day stuff, at least we did here in California. I know some people still like to uh, to celebrate that madness, but we got rid of that. And, and, and there's a lot to be said for this Thanksgiving celebration. I, I fully respect that. I'm also not educated enough to to inform anyone in the correct way. For me, uh, I'm not celebrating pilgrims or anything like that. I'm celebrating a giant meal with family. That's, you know, uh, and especially this year, we, we didn't have this last year for the most part. I know a lot of people did. I didn't. It was just my wife and kid and I can actually have some family and friends over uh, for Thanksgiving. Uh, masked, a lot of it outside, safe as heck, but it's gonna. It's nice getting back to that. Uh, but I will say, enjoy your family. Enjoy your own personal traditions, but be mindful of of people out there, especially mainly indigenous people, that this can be offensive toward. Uh, you know, so we don't, we're not celebrating pilgrims and 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 a lot of the the uh, the fallacies that come along with with kind of the Thanksgiving tradition. Uh, but I do I will say Happy Thanksgiving in the way that enjoy time with your family, uh, enjoy some food. I will be eating food like crazy. Um, I don't endorse drinking a lot, but Thanksgiving and Christmas Day are actually the two days that I get up in the morning and a little bit of Irish cream goes into my coffee. Carol Ann's, none of that Bailey stuff. If, if you don't know what's up, get yourself some Carol Ann's. It's, it's cheaper and much better than Bailey's. A little Carol Ann's is going in my coffee tomorrow. So, so enjoy that time with your family. Be mindful of others because uh, that is also important. It is. It is. But you can take the time to enjoy food and family. That's what I like to do for Thanksgiving. And of course, some drinks. Let's get that in the camera here. It's so there we go. Uh, I've actually got a very special one in the studio uh, this evening. Uh, thank you to my good friend Adam, who actually hooked this up, brought him over for my my birthday party this past weekend. Uh, and it is actually from Lucky Luke Brewing Company. Lucky Luke Brewing Company. They're out of Santa Clarita, uh, Southern California, but kind of north of Los Angeles, northwest. Yeah, northwest. I know I know where it is, but. I'm always like, where am I? It's funny, I sit in my backyard, and I'm like, which way is what? Oh, yeah, no, that's north. Uh, so <laughs> this is a really tasty one, and it's extra special because it's a collaboration with Strung Out, the band Strung Out. Uh, pretty cool band if you're not familiar with Strung Out. Uh, they they got with Lucky Luke on collaboration for these and actually did collaborate with them on the kind of beers that they wanted their name on, uh, specifically Jason Cruz, uh, who, who's one of the guys from Strung Out, the, one of the main guys. Uh, and, and chose these beers. This one in particular is a uh, citrus wheat ale. I'll be honest, this isn't my favorite of the ones I've tried. I've, try, I've tried a few of them. Adam brought me a few of them. Uh, I really like the IPA, and I really like the, the golden or blonde ale, whatever it was. This one's still good, uh, but wouldn't be my first choice of the strung out beers because it is it is that citrus. It's, it's a little too citrusy for me. It's not like an IPA citrus. It's that citrus wheat. It's not a shandy, but it has a little bit of a shandy feel to it. What do they say? Mouth feel? I am... I'm not an expert when it comes to drinking, as you know. If you've been a long-time listener, I just compare it to other beers, and this is—it gives me shandy, shandy vibes. Uh, but it's still tasty. Just wouldn't be my first choice. So check out Lucky Luke Brewing uh, out of Santa Clarita, and especially their their Strung Out collab. Who doesn't love a good collaboration with a great punk band? I, I'm I'm always looking for these. I'm still trying to get some damn uh, Ska Brewing Company. If you can't find the stuff around Southern California, got got to go to Colorado to get some. But you can't beat the collabs. Uh, so check them out, and thank you, Adam, uh, for supplying the beer for this fine uh, pre-Thanksgiving episode of Go Tell It to the Wall. I mean, it's good. It's just, it's it's a little too citrusy for me. 
And I don't drink a lot of wheat, but it is an ale. Like it's you know it's not a Hefeweizen. I don't really don't drink much of the Hefeweizens, uh, but but the the wheat ale it's kind of it's adjacent to my wheelhouse when it comes to beer flavors. All right, let's get into a little bit of uh, digital trends. That's right, digital trends. And for those of you that are new to to Thanksgiving episodes, I'm gonna throw in a little bit. It's not like the Halloween episode where everything's themed that way, but we're gonna throw some things in there in the rant, uh, which I think matches up from a. Thanksgiving rant a few years ago, and it's something that we still do, and I'm going to rant about it because it's my podcast and I get to choose what to do. But before we get there, digital trends. So there's this guy, Mr. Beast. I, I don't understand. Beast is not something that I use in my normal vocabulary unless I'm talking about the Disney movie or the, the 80s, 90s uh, television show, Beauty and the Beast. Uh, but this guy named Mr. Beast, he's famous for like throwing money around. I don't know how he start, how he originally got money. I'm sure he's getting money because he's real popular on the, the YouTube and everything else. And the only reason I even, it, it, I'm, I'm a little old for this, <laughs> this guy's content. He's not as obnoxious as like the, uh, the Paul brothers there and stuff, but not, not for me. But he basically throws money around among his friends and among viewers and everything else. Well, apparently today he decided to do a Mr. Beast, Mr. Beast Squid Game. Now, I still haven't seen Squid Game, never will, but I, I understand what the characters look like and stuff. It's a bunch of people dressed in the contestant costumes and a bunch of people dressed in those red or pink or whatever costumes with the mask. Uh, now, fortunately, from my understanding, nobody was dying because, I, mean, I guess, spoiler alert, we knew, if you know anything about Squid Game, you know people die in that thing. So no one was dying, uh, but they did get down to one person, and I think that person took home a little bit of money. Uh, so, of course, that was trending all across the digital platforms today. Uh, because people will do anything. People will do anything. What I will say is something that was trending alongside of this uh, is apparently there was a an attractive female who was one of the contestants wearing the green jumpsuit. Somebody went on there and, and screenshotted a still of her face. Uh, and now it's being spread around like, oh my gosh, who is this girl? And people are trying to find out her identity and stuff. Mainly men, because of course, men, that's what... I, I, I mean, I get lumped in there too, but I don't do things lately. Really? Stop being a creep. She just she's trying to play a little game, and then just because she's attractive, now she's gonna be berated with a bunch of dudes who are like, "Oh, I'm gonna date her." No, you're not. No, you're not, my friend. <laughs> like, that's that's not how this works. Uh, so knock that off. Uh, and I wish I had something to rant about. It's fine if people want to have fun. It seems harmless. Just again, I'm too old for this like Mr. Beast stuff. And I'm not a fan. I'm not a huge fan of mustaches. The dude's got this like. 70s porn star mustache. All right, I digress. Uh, I saw something recently this past over the past week. Uh, it was a meme or whatever, and it was like Facebook is just Tinder for Gen X. And the the creepy guys. That's what rolls me right into this next topic. Uh, because no, 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 it is not. Facebook is not Tinder for Gen X. It's not Tinder for anybody. I know there was the silly, and maybe it's still there when I've talked about it before. You know, Facebook can't get certain things to function, but they throw in Facebook dating and Facebook shopping. Yeah, okay, maybe there's a dating portion of it. If, if somebody's going to a specific portion of it for dating, yes. Uh, however, we live in this world, and men are the most guilty of it. I'm sure females do this too, women. Men, the most guilty. They see someone on Facebook, and they think that they're going to send a message, and suddenly this person's going to fall in love with them. And it's like, you know what? The majority of people on social platforms, unless they're on Tinder or one of those... They're not looking to hook up with people. They're not looking for relationships. They're looking to share photos with their family and friends. That's, that's how this works. But, of course, guys, are, for the most part, are so creepy. That's, a, that's what we do. We're just constantly creeping on people. Creeping on people. 
What? Why? Why is this always happening? I have so many friends that get these creepy messages from guys. You know, and the bomb pops did a whole like series sliding into the DMs. It was ridiculous. The the kind of stuff that, w- and I'm sure there are some men get it too. But it's ridiculous the kind of stuff that women have to put up with. So stop it. We can all all do better than this. Just enjoy Facebook for what it is. Go in there, look at pictures. You know, and, and it, nobody's posting, you know, sexy photos because they want you to see the sexy photos. You know, people have uh, thousands of friends on Facebook. You think they're thinking, oh, oh, well, Kyle's got us. Kyle's going to see this and he's going to send me a message and we're just going to fall. No. It's not how it works. So knock it off. Quit creeping on people on social platforms. Just let people live their damn lives. You, know, you get the dick pics and everything. Like, Jesus Christ. Never in my life have I done that, and I never intend to. I st- it still blows. I know it happens. It still blows my mind that guys are just sending pictures of themselves, like, and thinking that, oh, uh, oh, now I must have that. <laughs> what? <laughs> and now that being said, if anyone out there listening, if that's actually worked for you, please send me a message, uh, and I, I will, I will give issue at least a little bit of a correction. But I can't imagine. Maybe that happens. Like it, it's it actually works one in a million times, you know, or maybe it's like fishing with a hand grenade. Someone's sending out thousands of these pics and hope. I, I don't know, but for the most part, it doesn't seem like it works. I've never met a female ever that was happy to receive that kind of stuff. Uh, not a random one. I know females that are happy to receive those kind of pictures from their significant others, you know, but not not random people. Knock that off. All right, La Crusade. You familiar with this? I, I can't imagine we have a large crossover of listeners uh, who are super familiar with La Crusade, uh, but that is trending on the social platforms right now. Uh, for those of you not familiar with La Crusade, it's actually a, a, a high-end cookware company. They make pots and all kinds of stuff. Um, a lot of it's cast iron, which I don't cook much at all. Uh, I will say I cook with some La Crusade. When I make my, uh, my sauce, uh, I, we have a really nice La Crusade big pot and that's that's what I use I'm familiar with it just because really because my wife is a, she likes to cook but and I actually use it but the reason this is trending uh, is because a bunch of conservatives have have gone crazy on the social platforms because uh, our vice president Kamala Harris actually uh, paid spent 300 and something dollars on a La Crusade pot or pan or something I don't even know what it because honestly I don't care it's really none of my business have, have you ever Looked at prices for cookware, like high-end cookware. That's really not that expensive for a really high-end piece of cookware. But conservatives are losing their minds. Saying, How could she spend this much money on a piece of cookware? First of all, it's none of your damn business. Second of all, it's not like she spent thousands of dollars on this thing. Third of all, the same people that are complaining about her La Crusade pot or whatever she got uh, tend to worship at the feet of a dude with a gold toilet. I I don't even know what else to say on it. These are the kind of things that really drive me nuts and, and make me want to come in here and yell at a wall. Because it's like, okay, that's your opinion, but you can't be hypocritical about it. You can't. You can't have it both ways. You just want to complain. That's all it is. Stop complaining. And as far as I'm concerned, uh, Kamala Harris, get your La Crusade. It's good stuff. I don't cook a lot, but when I do, I'm using that La Crusade bad boy because it works well. All right, this one I really enjoyed. I would encourage you all to go look this one up. It's super easy, and in fact... Uh, I noticed after I was doing some show prep, it, this popping up in my feed with uh, Punks and Pubs podcast. They shared shared this little clip. There's a there's a guy on 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 Twitter, and I'm sure on other social platforms. His name is Rob Doby or Rob Dobby, Rob Doby. He called into a conservative uh, radio show. I'm not even sure where the show was located. That's not important here. But called into a conservative uh, 
radio show, and I'm not going to do it justice. So please, I encourage you to check this out yourself uh, and see what he did. But called in like as if he was complaining about liberals, you know. And but what he did was try to fit in as many names of punk bands as he could. So you think about the names of punk bands, and it really makes sense. Like he's like, oh blah blah, they are a minor threat, you know. Uh, he's like, uh, I'm going to go catch some real big fish. And, and that that's the one that got me. And they're like, oh, you're going to eat those real big fish for Thanksgiving? He's like, as long as they're not rancid. <laughs> and, the, and the other one, and you need to hear it yourself. I'm not doing it justice. The other one that had me rolling was he goes, and I'll tell you, there's going to be a fallout, boy. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. So simple. So funny. And it's like two minutes of him. There's other words in there, but two minutes of him essentially listing punk bands. And they're all just like, yes, yes. There is going to be some fallout, boy. And they do seem like a minor threat. And literally said, you're going to cook those real big fish for Thanksgiving? You have to check it out. Even if you're not a punk fan, you're, you're not going to get as many of the names. But it is really, if you know punk bands, it's really freaking funny. Uh, highly, highly encourage you to check that out from Rob Doby or Dobby. Apologies there, Rob, that I didn't look up the actual pronunciation of your name. It's D-O-B-I. Uh, so that should be a way to find it. And if, if you're in some of the same circles as I am, it's probably going to pop up in your feed any any minute now because I think it just dropped like today. All right, one more thing and we're going to move on. Uh, something that's been trending on the social platforms lately, and I've noticed this, and it's it's catching more steam now because everyone's like, why, why? We're finding, uh, and, and I'm not going to use the generational terms, we're finding that the younger generation is, is actually finding a preference for corded earbuds corded earbuds and as opposed to airpods we all remember how popular airpods were when they first came out and continue to be everybody's got airpods they became a status symbol and in fact if you remember ah, a year maybe a little less than a year ago we talked i talked about a company that was making fake airpods uh, that were just a fashion accessory they were not actually functional airpods it was just so you could look cool and wear these airpods i might have even been t- it was it was a, a high-end uh, shop or retailer. So I get it, the trend. And now, now they're saying, uh, that, that they're just, they're out of style now, which I was like, okay, you're just, you're feeding into the fact, uh, that people think it's a style when in reality it's a function, it's a function. Then a lot of people are like, oh, it's so expensive. That's why they're moving to corded headphones. Cause they're so expensive. Maybe I see a lot of people with these damn AirPods. You can get fake AirPods. And here's the thing. You can get really high-quality Bluetooth earbuds for as cheap as 20 bucks. I have a set of $20 Skullcandy earbuds that function fantastically. They're great. They're tiny. They fit in my... And the, I have multiple sets of, of... I don't have AirPods. I don't own an iPhone. I, you know, so I don't have that stuff. But I have Bluetooth earbuds. Uh, I have uh, Bluetooth over-the-ear headphones. I also have corded headphones. I have corded earbuds. I use them all for different types of things. You know why? Because it's not a style thing. It's a function thing. And I was like, oh, AirPods, that's, AirPods are so, you know, 2019 or 2018. It's like, just use what you want. It's not a style thing. It's just, just wear what you want. Although for those of you who have been longtime listeners of Go Tell Us the Wall, don't get beats. <laughs> I'm not going to start up that argument again. I have friends that are like, they come at me when I start talking trash on beats. And they're like, I love my beats. It's like, good for you. I'm simply calling out the fact that the frequency range is not very good on them. And they're tuned for bass. I'm, this, this is my my sound engineer background coming out. And that's all it is. Calm down. Use whatever headphones you want, except for Beats. Here comes the hate mail. All right, let's get into some COVID updates. I 
fake AirPods. It still cracks me up. Like when I saw, I was like, great. Now with that company probably invested so much in fake AirPods, and now the young kid, younger generation doesn't want them. What are they gonna do? They're probably sitting in a shipping container off the coast of Long Beach anyway. <laughs> uh, all right, COVID updates. Still doing this shit. One day, maybe in 2024, we'll stop talking about COVID updates. But COVID updates. Aaron Rodgers, that crafty sob. Still no respect for that guy. And in fact, I'm hoping that Green Bay loses every game for the rest of the year, especially this weekend because they're playing playing the hometown team, the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, so this one. I, it's funny because this got kind of refuted as I was prepping the show. There's a story that came out that Aaron Rodgers is suffering from COVID toe because he has a toe injury right now that's affecting his play. And apparently COVID toe is a thing. It can affect your toes. So I'm kind of like, all right, do your toes fall off? I didn't look deeply enough into it because the whole point here is he's possibly dealing with the after effects of COVID because he didn't get vaccinated and just made a mockery of it like we've talked about recently. Uh, and the other thing is, he came out and he refuted it. And in fact, there's a weird shot of him p lifting up his foot to show it to reporters on Zoom. I don't know what that's supposed to prove, but he's showing everyone his foot. Good for you, Aaron. Uh, but the thing here is I learned something uh, when, I was a, when I was a kid from my mother. You know, Once you get a reputation as a liar, it almost doesn't matter when you're telling the truth because everyone's just going to assume that you're lying. So right now, I'm just going to assume that Aaron Rodgers is lying when he says, oh, it's a fracture, not COVID toe. All right, buddy. Because history says, I can't believe a damn thing you say. COVID toe. Hard to believe. I just, I can't with that guy anymore. Yeah, that's his reputation. You have a reputation for being a liar. Probably, are, probably did before, but now we all know it. Lying about vaccines and stuff. Uh, I will say, I'm really happy to see uh, all of the booster posts. Booster posts. Uh, so many people getting them. I have tons of friends that have gotten their booster. I haven't gotten mine yet, but I'll be getting it in like a week or so. It's, it's just trying to find the time to actually go do it in case I do have side effects. Uh, but I will be getting mine within the next two weeks. No question within the next two weeks once I have a day that I know I can be like, well, if I have side effects, I can lay on the couch for this day. Uh, so, so I'll be getting mine, but uh, get yours because it's just common sense. And it's, I'm hoping this is another step forward. We have younger kids getting vaccinated now. Uh, if we see more and more of these boosters, then hopefully that's going to move us further and further along and actually be done with all this COVID stuff. But who knows? There, you know, there's so many areas of the country that aren't even, weren't getting the original vaccine, so there's no way they're getting boosted. Uh, but, but please, 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 for your neighbors and your family and your friends, for common sense, get your booster. It's important. Mask wearing. Uh, and I just I want I want to talk about this real quickly. I see a lot of mask wearing, and, and granted, I live in Los Angeles. You have to wear masks most places, and, and a lot of people here are socially responsible when it comes to that. But I'm also noticing, like I'm at the grocery store the other day with my wife and kid, and we're picking up a turkey, all you know, some of the Thanksgiving food. And multiple people throughout the store still with the mask like below the nose. It's like really a year, almost two years of this, and we still have people that don't know how to wear a damn mask. Uh, I immediately avoid them. There's also some people, you occasionally see someone without a mask. I go, I go to pick my daughter up from school, and there will be parents going up to the gate with no mask. And I just, I'm like, oh, I'll just, I'm going to wait. I'm going to step back here, and I'm just going to wait until you have picked up your kid, and then I'll go get mine so I'm not next to somebody wearing no mask. Uh, so wear the masks. I think we're beyond mask shaming at this point because there's just, you're not going to convince someone to wear a mask. Uh, but, if, but if you have common sense and you listen to this podcast, you're probably wearing a mask anyway. Just avoid those. The people with the mask, uh, 
below their nose, and definitely the people with no mask at all. I mean, if you're outside in like a huge, maybe, but I always find myself like at the grocery store. I'm in the produce department. The dude, dude, like right next to me, getting some cucumbers, and he's mask is like his nose is hanging. I'm like, why, why even wear the mask? Now you just look like you're robbing a store. You're you're not doing that for safety. Ugh. And I will say one another. You know, we've talked about positive things that have come from COVID, and I've noticed this lately personally. This is just me personally. Uh, I quit smoking well over a year ago. I was smoking the vape, uh, and even the vape. I noticed the difference when I went from cigarettes to a vape. Like, my lungs felt better. But, man, I'll tell you, a year and a half, almost a year and a half, whatever it is, since I quit smoking a vape, and, you know, I still have my lozenges. It's... But the way my lungs feel, it's absolutely amazing. It really is. Uh, so I'm, I'm real happy about that, and, I, you know, that is one of the positive sides of COVID. I was unable to get my vapes, so I had to quit smoking. Uh, and now, now here I am with much better lungs. I, 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 you know, and I've always been an athlete. I mean, I was a triathlete. I was smoke. I was a smoker and a triathlete at the same time. Uh, I'm really curious to to get myself back in triathlon shape and and see how much better my lungs feel when I'm going out for long bike rides and runs and swims and everything. I mean, especially swims in the like 60 degree ocean it starts. It, you start feeling it and you're breathing. Uh, and I would, and I bet it would be even better now because I haven't smoked. For so long, and I'm sure there's still lots of recovery in my lungs that need to happen because I smoked for like 20 years. All right, the weekly rant. Uh, as you know, with Go Tell It to the Wall podcast, we talk about the weekly rant every week. I mean, really, the whole podcast is ranting, but sometimes we have a specific rant, and this is going to be one of those. Like I said, I think I ranted about this uh, a couple years ago, uh, but that would be Black Friday. You all know what Black Friday is. We started seeing advertisements for it like two weeks ago. Black Friday this. I'm getting all these emails. Black Friday this, Black Friday that, and all this other stuff. We live in such a consumeristic society where people sacrifice spending time with their family. They use this free time that's really meant to spend with your family, enjoy some food, watch some football if that's what you're into, have a couple drinks, celebrate family time. Uh, and instead they're going out on this, this ridiculous journey to fight people over televisions. And then on top of that, retail workers get put through hell. You see these videos every year of people charging through the doors at a Walmart, knocking things over, getting into fights, all sorts of retail workers put through hell. And one thing that has improved over the past few years uh, is we had a time where stores were opening on Thanksgiving. It's like, okay, so now not only are you you're encouraging people to skip out on their meals, their time with their family to go come shopping, because they got to have that damn TV or, you know, whatever else it is. Uh, but now you're pulling your retail workers away from their families on Thanksgiving, not just on Black Friday. Now, that has improved over the past couple of years. In fact, uh, I did see Target specifically, and I know others. I think REI even closes on Friday. They don't even do Black Friday. It's, it's They do a whole, like, get outside Friday. Uh, Target not going to open on uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, but, of course, you still have Black Friday. And it becomes absolute madness. And there's just... If you just step back, because we're talking, that's time lost with your family and friends, whatever else, time that you don't, you don't need these things, really. But if you step back, even putting that aside, common sense shows you that the sales aren't even that good. They're not. Compare television prices. Do, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and do the research for you. I will tell you that I've worked in retail marketing. Sometimes there is a deal, but is it worth fighting with people, standing in line in the cold weather overnight... To save like a dollar? No. And you're going to say, oh, well, television, television. 
Do some research on when televisions are the cheapest. You don't actually need to go do that to get a cheap television. Plenty of other times to do it. So let's knock it off with the with the uh, with the with retail madness that is Black Friday. Just don't don't even participate in it. Eat, drink, enjoy, and stop the shopping. Not even great deals. Now I will say, if you if you insist on spending money this week on Black Friday, uh, support smaller businesses. I don't go out shopping on Black Friday at all, uh, but I will say there's a few bands that I support this week because they will put sales on their websites. Uh, you know, artists and stuff. That's also not you having to fight through a crowd, stand in a line. That's you just going, click, I will support you because you're having a 20% off sale. Boom. I, I do that every year. Uh, but knock off the retail madness. Such We're such an over-consumeristic society. Plus, this year, it's all on the boats on off the coast of Long Beach anyway. It's not even in the stores. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. It's all there. I, I, I'm pretty sure I have... I've been waiting on a couple shipments for a couple months, and I'm like, oh, yeah, no, it's probably, probably sitting on a boat off the coast of Long Beach there. For those of you not familiar with Southern California, I say Long Beach. It's the Port of Los Angeles, which is Long, Be- Long Beach. You've heard about the Port of Los Angeles madness that's been happening. All right, mental health. I don't want to get into a lot of stuff uh, this particular episode with mental health. I just don't have a lot, and I'm so busy. But there are a couple things I want to touch on. Uh, don't overextend this week. This is something I always talk about, but it's especially important this week starting this holiday madness that we get into it and have i'm not saying madness like it's terrible but it, it it can be stressful you have so much going on family and prep and shopping and i know i just said stop the retail stuff but i'm not talking about shopping on black friday i'm talking about gift shopping and you know if you have kids jesus you're you got to deal with gifts and stuff and there's a lot to deal with so don't overextend this week it's okay to step away for a while if you feel yourself getting overwhelmed on thanksgiving you know the day after thanksgiving or the night before if you're cooking just just Take a step back, leave the room, go outside, take some belly breaths, as they say on uh, that Headspace app. There's so many, I do that Headspace with my kids. She likes to do a meditation before bed. Everything's belly breaths, which I enjoy. I just I just laugh at the term when he's like, belly breaths. And it's, it's a dude with a British accent that's on there, like Andy or something. Belly breaths. And I'm like, oh, look, that's so cute. Uh, but go out, take a couple belly breaths. Center yourself a little bit, you know? Uh... And on top of that, it, and it can be, and especially this year, because that's the thing is we're kind of going fully back into it this year compared to last year having really no family time and big dinners and gatherings for Thanksgiving. Uh, so under normal circumstances, it's tough, but it's going to be even tougher this year because we haven't done it in two years. So keep that in mind. There's no reason to, to put yourself through the ringer, to, to be overwhelmed through the whole, and not enjoy anything when you can just take a little break, take a step back, go outside. Do you know? Go take some belly breaths, center yourself a little, come back to it, you know, or have a drink. That can be helpful. I'm not endorsing self-medicating with alcohol, but I'm not not endorsing self-medicating with alcohol, especially around the holidays. So do those things, uh, and respect others needing a break. Someone's getting a little overwhelmed, and they just want to step up. Don't be like, "Hey, where are you going?" No, just let them, let them uh, take a break. It's respect others' feelings as well. Uh, and this one. It's a horrible story, and I'm not, I don't want to get into the details of the story. Uh, it's, a, it's a bit of a sad story. I mean, sad. Th- I think the guy's going to be okay. But there's a player with the Minnesota Vikings who was clearly having a mental health uh, issue. And if you're interested in hearing the exact issues, go check it out. It's on ESPN.com. It's any sports website's going to have it. It's you know Any football, NFL website's going to have it. Uh, but the reason I bring this up is he has a teammate, Dalvin Cook, on the Minnesota Vikings, who came out at a press conference and talked about it. 
And this is another example, uh, much like A.J. Brown that we talked about with the Tennessee Titans, of, of mental health finally getting enough respect and, and recognized as something that needs to be taken care of. So he came out and said uh, to check on others. Check on others. Because even the strongest people, people you see someone, oh, they're infallible. And this is something that I've dealt with my entire life because I don't show that side of myself to, to most friends, even most family and stuff. So they'll be like, oh, you seem so, you seem so even keeled all the time. It's like, yeah, because I'm just wearing that mask when I'm, when I'm out in public, but it, I'm not. And so even the strongest person may need a little help. And this is just for another step forward in having that recognized, especially when you see uh, athletes, these guys who are, who are millionaires and they're athletes and they play a game for a living and they're coming out with their respect for mental health and, and pointing out how we need to help and how it is important, just as important as physical health. Your brain health is just as important as your physical health. Uh, so good on you, Dalvin Cook. Thank you for speaking out about that. Uh, extremely important. And, I, and we need to keep that in mind. We need to keep moving forward. Don't let anything move us backward after all this progress that's been made in the mental health realm over the past 10, 15, 20 years. Especially the past, like, 5, 10 years. It's amazing. It, it's amazing to go back to, like, early uh, Go Tell It's a Wall podcast from, from five years ago. And, like, yeah, it was, it was getting better. But then compared to now, it's amazing how far we've come just in those five years. All right, positive news. This is a funky one. I almost thought about not putting it in positive news. I was going to leave positive news out completely. But I want to talk about two different things uh, that are positive things coming out of a negative. Uh, one of those would be the Arbery case down there in Georgia. Uh, unless you've been living under a rock, you know that all three of those men were convicted of murder. Which, we've all seen the tape. They are murderers. And luckily, here is a, here is a jury who, who used common sense uh, and... and, and found these guys all guilty, as they should be. Um, this is a horrible, horrible event that happened, uh, but the one positive thing out of that is that now justice is served, uh, and, and hopefully uh, Arbery's parents can sleep a little better, his family, his friends can sleep a little better, knowing that these three racist white men did not get away with murdering their friend, their son, their relative, you know, however they're related to him. So it's it's hard to call it a positive a positive news piece, but there's at least some good coming out of tragedy, uh, and it's the same thing with this other one. I don't again. I don't want to get. I don't want to talk about details on this, but we've all heard about the the Christmas parade in Waukesha, Wisconsin, uh, where people lost their lives. I believe it's up to six people have lost their lives now. Mul lots of people injured as well. Uh, we have J.J. Watt with the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, he is a he's a defensive player for the Arizona Cardinals. Has come out and said, and it's Arizona compared to Wisconsin. Now he might have a Wisconsin connection. I'm not positive on that, um, but he came out and he said he's going to pay for the funerals of everyone that lost their lives uh, in that that crisp that tragic Christmas parade with the guy driving his SUV through <clears throat> just tons of people. Uh, so again, horrible, horrible incident. Uh, but we can see the positivity that comes out of this, and we can see, see that there's still humanity in people uh, who want to help, who either want justice or who want to help uh, in, a, in a time of tragedy and a time of need. Uh, and, and J.J. Watt, honestly, I'm not a huge J.J. Watt fan. I, I don't, I'm not not a fan, but I'm not a fan. But when I see things like this, I become a little more of a fan because, granted, he has the money to do it, but he doesn't have to do it. So good on you, J.J. Watt, as well, uh, for, for at least bringing some positivity 
uh, to a, a horribly tragic situation uh, that happened up there in Wisconsin. All right, parenting. Let's talk a little parenting. I feel like I'm going a million miles a minute today. We're probably going to be a little bit short. I kind of knew that coming in just because I got Thanksgiving prep. I got to go... I got to go supervise Thanksgiving prep. There's not a lot that I do. I'm not actually going to supervise. What I do is I stand there with my wife and say, what do you, and she's, hold this, cut this, put this there. That's what I do. I don't, I'm not very much of a cook. <laughs> it's just not what I do, uh, but I, I will be helping out with the prep. Uh, but parenting, half past two. I have talked about half past two. And in fact, I've got my half past two shirt on for this particular episode. I love the design, the neon design. I, like, I love neon. And this is actually the album cover for their most recent album, Fantastic Album. I've talked about it. I don't want to get tangented talking about the album yet again. Uh, but the reason I bring that up, my kid is actually going to get to go to her first ska show uh, in a week and a half. We're going to see Half Past Two down there at the Garden Grove Amphitheater, which is fantastic because it's going to be outside. Uh, and it's her first ska show. It's Half Past Two. She absolutely loves Half Past Two. I absolutely love Half Past Two. My wife loves Half Past Two. Making a whole family event of it. Going to go out there and have a blast. Uh, so if you're going to Half Past Two and the toasters at Garden Grove Amp, uh, keep an eye out for, for the tall guy with the beard and the purple hair, and I'll throw you some Go Tell It to the Wall stickers. But I'm incredibly excited about getting my kid to her first uh, her first ska show. Really, her first like real concert uh, is what it is. And I've been wanting to for a while, and then we were in COVID, and it was like, ah, I don't want her to go to anything. And even when it started opening back up, but now it's like perfect. Outside, amphitheater, she's half-vaxxed. Let's do it. Masks, mask required, negative test required, all the great stuff. We're doing it up, going to have some fun, and she's going to be out there skanking like crazy because uh, she already does that. I can't, I, I'm so excited to see what she's going to do because when certain music comes on in the house, she's dancing around, skanking around the house, like especially with ska music. Uh, so she's going to see it live and probably just lose her mind. Going to be loving that. Uh, something I've been putting off that I want to talk about for a while is really parenting, common sense. Just one of those things that can I could rant about it even. Uh, and I don't know if other parents out there get this, um, or if it's just my particular, my kid's particular school, the school district, because I also get th these from the school district. But I found myself getting three, four, five calls a day from the school. And they're always these automated calls. And when my kid first started school, I, I like literally there was one time I was driving, and I looked down, I was like, that's the school calling. Pulled over, luckily I wasn't on the freeway, pulled over, I was driving through a neighborhood, Picked up the phone. It's just an automated call telling me something. I'm like, okay. I thought something was wrong with my kid. The school's calling. And the reason I bring this up is I've got, we get so many that I'm almost becoming desensitized to an extent. I see it come across. And especially if my kid's home, because they'll send them in the evening and get these phone calls. And I'm like, well, my kid's sitting right here. I'm not going to answer this and let the voicemail get it. And then it's like, hey, parents, blah, blah, blah. You know, and I, granted, I understand that this information is important. But when you're getting five to six of them a day, and sometimes the same call on a given day, you get a little desensitized. So I don't know what the solution is, but I will say there's too many of them, and there's got to be a way to rein that back in. Because uh, I, I, I'm going to hit a point where I just don't answer it, even my kids at school. I'm like, I can't do this right now. And then it's going to be, she needs to be picked up because she's sick or something. Granted, they'll leave a voicemail, and I live two blocks away. But still, just inundated. Text messages, too. I should have had my phone right here. I can show you the text message from LAUSD. And it's like the same one over and over and over again. I'm like, I don't I don't need all of this information. Or if you're going to give me all this information, just send a packet home so I can sit and read through it instead of getting 50 calls a day. That's just too much. 
And, and I guarantee there's other parents out there that are like, ah, this again. Ah, it's LAUSD calling again. Ah, it's the school calling again. Like, nope, too much. Oh, and I do need to give an interesting tidbit. I think I mentioned uh, last episode how I was going to be taking my kid to a birthday party where I didn't know anybody. It was actually in my neighborhood. So we go to his birthday party last Saturday and, uh, and run around like crazy because I, I had wife's out of town trying to get stuff ready for a little gathering on Sunday. Like, it was madness. So I'm like, okay, all right, let's go get up there and stuff. And it was fantastic. It was great. Uh, I didn't really know anyone there, but I met some people. They were all very nice, ate some good food, uh, had some pozole, for those of you familiar with that. Uh, and it was fantastic. It was good. Uh, and, and fun atmosphere. There was a bounce house. Kid was going nuts in the bounce house. Uh, but I will say... It was kind of astounding how much candy was available at this party. Uh, the candy was out of hand. And in fact, at one point, they pulled, they brought out these big bowls of candy. There was like a bowl of mini M&Ms, a bowl of Sour Patch Kids, and like Starburst. And they just had a stack of Solo Cups. Like Solo Cups. The, the big ones sitting next to it. My kid wants to get some candy. I'm like, all right, let's, let's go have a little bit of candy. She already had a cupcake. And I'm just like, Jesus, that's going to be a long night. So we go over there and couple kids, f- full solo cups of like mini M&Ms and Sour Patch Kids and stuff, full. And they're just running around the party, hum, 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 eating every single piece of candy. My kid ended up just basically, and I didn't let her fill the cup. I'm like, no, no, okay, we're going to have a scoop of this and a scoop of this. We don't need much more. That's a lot of sweets. Let's leave stuff for other people. And at one point, the M&M bowl's empty because I'm pretty sure one of the kids just picked it up and started dumping it in his cup and just sugared out kids running around like crazy. It was quite the scene. It was comical, but I will say I had to get my kid out of there and get her home, and I had to feed her again because I'm like, well, we ate there, and I got we I got to eat again. Okay, well, let's eat again, and hopefully, I mean, luckily, I think that sopped up some of the sugar, but keep that in mind out there, parents. Or if you're not a parent and you're going to have a party with kids at it, don't keep the sugar as accessible. I'm not saying keep sugar away from kids, but solo cups full of candy and then cupcakes sitting there, and a bunch of other stuff. I, I, I think the kids are set on their sugar intake. We're, we're good here. Uh, so I found that pretty comical, but also challenging. because. And then that's, I, I was like, okay, you've had some of that. Let's save this. We'll bring it home. I got the cup sitting there. I'm sitting at a table. She's running around. I'm talking to a couple people. She kept coming up behind me like, nope, yoink, yoink. Oh, Sour Patch Kids, Sour Patch Kids. Oh, and on another note, has nothing to do with parenting. Still to this day, and I think it's been years now, it trips me out when I see blue Sour Patch Kids. Still to this day. Because we didn't have blue, and it's fine. I'm, I'm such a dad when I see it, because we're getting, I'm, my kids, she loves Sour Patch Kids. I'm like, great. Those are like the worst thing for your teeth. I love them. Oh, it's one of my favorite candies, and I don't eat them anymore because it's so bad for your teeth. And uh, she's like, I love Sour Patch Kids. And I, I dad it out. I'm like, oh, well, did you know when daddy was a kid, we didn't have blue Sour Patch Kids. I think that's like the, the, the Gen X version of, I walked five miles uphill in the snow. We didn't even have blue Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> Still trips me out. And I worked in candy for years. Family had a candy store, so I'm used to seeing all the candies. Just not used to seeing blue Sour Patch Kids. All right, let's get into a little common sense here. Oh, boy. Here's this. Uh, Still a hot-button topic. I, st- I still see it coming up in my feeds and people are debating. It's like, Jesus Christ, just stop. You're not going to change anyone's mind. Um, but the Orange Menace and Rittenhouse, so they decided to get together, have a photo opportunity, and uh, and everyone's like, oh, yeah. And here, here's the reason I bring this up from a common sense standpoint. 
Because it's obviously, it's obviously terrible in, in my eyes and in a lot of people's eyes from a common sense standpoint. Why are we celebrating this kid? But let's put that to the side for a minute. Even if you're like, oh, he's not guilty and all this other stuff. Why are we celebrating this kid? Why are we putting him up on a pedestal? He, he's taking a meeting with the former president of the United States of America. Like, why is this happening? I don't even want to get into an argument on whether he's guilty or not. I said that from the beginning. It's not something I want to talk about. I, I'm not a lawyer. However, common sense says we shouldn't be lifting this kid up on a pedestal. It, it, it blows my mind that anyone would think that, the, oh, well, let's trot him out. Can you, I mean, the kid's going to be a congressman when he's old enough. That's what's going to happen. I don't know where the hell he's, he's from, not Wisconsin, but whatever next state over. Probably going to be a freaking congressman. They're going to lift it. And it's just like, why? Why? He's not a hero by any means. I won't argue whether he's guilty or not guilty, but I will argue the kid's not a hero. Calm it down. And my, that was my favorite thing lately. They're like, oh, well, he, one of the guys he killed was a pedophile and stuff. And it's like, oh, so he went out there and he was looking through through the, the pedophile registry, sex offender registry, and said, you, that's not what happened. It's just coincidence that that's who he killed. <laughs> I mean, come on now. Unbelievable. All right, another thing I want to talk about in common sense here. Speaking of my half past two shirt, this is this is a wide ranging debate, and it's band shirts, and this also comes for sports fans. This comes up with sports shirts too, people, you know, hats and everything. And here's the thing: I fa- I don't fall into the category of like you better not wear that shirt if you don't know that. Ba-. Me personally, every shirt I own, I've seen the band live. Uh, that's just how I. That's that's me. But I wouldn't criticize anyone for having shirts of bands they haven't seen live, or even bands they don't like. But the reason I want to talk about this is because it's constantly coming up, constantly coming up because, you know, uh, younger kids, they were, they're like, I like the design and everything else. The one thing I will say where it does become frustrating is sometimes I will see someone wearing a shirt of a band that I really like and I know really well. And I will start to stri- strike up a conversation with them and they'll just kind of give me a blank look like they have no idea what I'm talking about. And it's like, OK, well, so then because of that, I've kind of stopped doing that unless I'm out of punk show and then I'm like well you you know that you know this music you know but just walking down the street or you know out shopping or something I, that used to be something that could bring people because you're like cool cool yeah blah 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 see you later have a good you know but you can't really do that anymore because half the time you end up looking like they're like what are you talking about and you're like put your shirt oh never never mind I'll just go back to my shopping now and <laughs> this was ever so evident in punk in the park I know I gave my punk in the park recap uh, last episode, but uh, when I was at Punk in the Park, I had this great moment with a guy. I'm grabbing one of my beer samples, and I'm walking, and he, I see him like, hey, hey, awesome shirt. I'm wearing my drown shirt. He's like, hey, I was wearing my drown shirt yesterday. It's two-day festival. I was like, that's awesome. And I looked at his shirt. I was like, sweet antagonizer shirt. And I was like, I was wearing my antagonizer shirt yesterday. That's awesome. And we had like a five-minute conversation, you know, and it's like, you miss out on I'm not I'm not saying don't wear shirts that you don't understand, but you end up missing out on that kind of stuff when you're just wearing random shirts. We got into a conversation about two bands that we really love just because we were wearing those shirts. And it was extra funny because it's like, I was wearing that yesterday. I was wearing that yesterday. Cool. So we're missing out on that. So again, it's not something I'd rant about. But keep that in mind when you're like, that's a cool looking shirt, but I don't know what it means. Maybe you don't need that shirt. But if you're going to wear it, I'm not going to criticize you for it. You're just not going to find me striking up a conversation with you because I don't know if you actually know what the hell it is. 
All right, pie-sized peanut butter cups. Pie-sized. You know what a pie is? Like the apple pie, pumpkin pie. Reese's has made pie-sized peanut butter cups. These have been floating around the socials for a little while. I actually have been sitting on it. I want to talk about it at the Thanksgiving Eve episode. I think this is brilliant because uh, everyone loves peanut butter cups. Common sense says everybody loves peanut butter cups. I, I, I'm not going to argue. With, I, I'm sure there are some people out there that don't like peanut butter. For the most part, people love peanut butter cups. Halloween episode, peanut butter, Reese's peanut butter cups, number one Halloween candy on, on all the lists. So this is a fantastic idea on their part. Uh, and it's especially great for me because I love peanut butter cups and I don't like pie. I don't eat pumpkin pie. I don't eat apple pie. You will catch me eating a key lime pie if it's well made. It's got to be a good key lime pie. That's one of the few instances where my Florida shows. And if you put a key lime pie in me, it's not in front of me. It's not good. I'm not touching it. If it's a good one, I'll eat the whole thing. You know, there's a couple of banana cream for the most part, especially around Thanksgiving, where it's apple pie and pumpkin pies. <laughs> I don't know who. I don't know who where this. It's funny. There's a guy on ESPN Radio who doesn't like pumpkin pies either, and he's like, I don't know who originally said was sitting there and said, Hey, that giant orange squash right there. Let's put that in a pie. It's a good question. <laughs> like, granted, I know it's very popular. I don't like it. My wife likes it. There's going to be a pumpkin pie in my house. I'm not going to eat any of it. If there's a pie-sized Reese's peanut butter cup, I'm going to eat some of that. I'd have to stop myself from eating the whole damn thing. And, of course, everyone has meal preferences. I get it. Uh, and it, it might be fun to have a debate, but just kind of let everyone enjoy their stuff. There's always debates. For me, for me, it is... Uh, <laughs> It is roast turkey, gravy, and mashed potatoes, and some kind of bread, and maybe a vegetable. But you, you put a roast, like a roast turkey with some, some gravy in front of me and some mashed, all damn day. And then don't even get me started on the hot open-faced turkey sandwiches with some french fries on there after Thanksgiving. That's the way to go for me personally. But, you know, you like ham? Have some damn ham. Uh, and another hot-button one for me is, and I... I get in arguments with some people, not arguments, but people give me a hard time, I should say. Uh, I like my can my cranberries canned. I want my cranberries in the shape of a can. That's what I prefer. Don't give me this homemade fresh cranberry stuff. Not interested in it. I want it kind of like a neon red. And you slice it, and it looks like a can, and you just go out of the can. Yep, that's what's for me. Uh, but of course, I wouldn't criticize anyone that likes the other. This is all preferences. And that's what I'll be eating tomorrow. Turkey, mashed potatoes, maybe a little vegetable, gravy, and some canned cranberries. In fact, when we were at the store, my wife grabs one. I was like, is that going to be enough? She's like, we have one at home already. I was like, okay, that will be enough. <laughs> I don't eat a ton of it either. It's also, cranberries is one of those things. I mean, I'll eat some, like, uh, craisins, you know, the uh, dried cranberries, like, once in a while if they're in front of me. I don't eat cranberries unless it's Thanksgiving or, like, Christmas. Maybe Easter. I'm trying to think if I've even had it on Easter. I don't think I really have it on Easter. I don't really celebrate. We don't celebrate much Easter. It's, we get a little bit with the kiddo now, but, you know, there was a period of time between being a kid myself and having a kid that there wasn't a lot of Easter celebrating because I don't, I don't go to church and stuff, so why, what, what am I doing here? All right. Let's get into some entertainment news, and then we're going to cap it off for this fine Thanksgiving week and let everyone go enjoy their family and their food and their drinks. All right. Uh, what am I listening to this week? This week, I think I have mentioned this band before, but I'm bringing them up for a specific reason, and I've been listening to them uh, the past week or so because I'm trying to hash out my personal top 10 albums of 2021 for our holiday Christmas episode. 
that comes up in December. Uh, and it's becoming a bit of a problem because Catbite, uh, which is a band I really enjoy, love them. It's fun classic ska. They're from Philly. Their newest album is actually from 2021. So now I'm running into issues of, and that's the thing, 2020 there's a lot of great albums, but I had a clear number one personally, clear number one. It was it was Drowns Under Tension. And then I had a clear top five, and the rest were kind of like, these are good. Now I've got like four of them that I'm like, okay, which one is number one? Uh, and of course, this is just my own personal. I, like, I would not argue this with anyone. Everyone has their own musical tastes, but I do highly recommend Cat Bite, uh, especially their their newest album, which I now I can't remember the name of it because I didn't write it down. That's my problem is I just go download things and I don't look at the names of the album all the time, but I know I recognize the songs immediately. I highly recommend Cat Bite. Check them out, and it's gonna it's gonna they're gonna be in the top ten. I can tell you that. I just ugh, they're gonna be close to number one between them and the Agrolites. Uh, and, and left alone, and oh my god, oh, and Chaser, Jesus, so that's the problem too, is it probably, I, Chaser came out early in the year, late in the year, I might have a three-way tie for my own number one album of 2021, but we'll see, all right, this one just had me, had me going, <laughs> and I, I, depending on what kind of circles you run in, you know, maybe you're, you were happy about the American Music Awards, maybe you're real upset, but of course, lots of memes, uh, Machine Gun Kelly, uh, won the American Music Award for Best Rock Star or some bullshit like that. Yeah, that actually happened. And maybe you're happy about it. Go listen to Machine Gun Kelly. I'm not going to tell you not to listen to him. I'm going to tell you that's not punk. That's not even pop punk. I don't even know what the hell that is. That's, don't, but if you want to, fine. I'm not, I'm not here to tell you what kind of music to like. The reason I bring this up is, so he won that award. Uh, Grammy nominations came out like a day ago. And apparently Machine Gun Kelly as well as Miley Cyrus lost their minds because they didn't get any Grammy nominations for their, their albums that were released in 2021. I thought it was hilarious. I don't leave Miley aside. Like, I'm not, she was tweeting that she's upset and everything. Like, okay, Miley, you're rich. Calm down. You're going to be fine. But Machine Gun Kelly really cracked me up because he's like, well, I'm the biggest rock star on the face of the earth. And then doesn't even get nominated for a Grammy in any rock category, in any category, let alone a rock category. For his album, other people did, and the reason is this. This and a lot of people were bringing this up after he won his American Music Award. American Music Awards are voted on by like twelve-year-olds, and nothing against twelve-year-olds. They listen to music too. Uh, however, American Music Awards is like a voting thing, and kids voting on it. The Grammys is the Academy, like professional musicians and such people that have er, work in the music industry. Uh, so there you see the difference. I thought it was hilarious. I'm really happy to see it because I didn't want to see Machine Gun Kelly winning a damn Grammy. Listen to, listen to whatever you want, but that guy is a schmuck and a pain in the ass. I don't ever want to see that guy again. <laughs> I wish he would just kind of disappear. Just go go hang out with what's-her-face, Megan Fox, and, and we're done with you here. We don't need any more of that. Uh, but big difference between the AMAs and the, and the Grammys. Huge, huge difference. So don't get them twisted. Mm-mm-mm. All right, uh, a couple more things, and then we're out of here. Twitch streams. I have found a, a love for Twitch streams now. If you're not using Twitch, or even if you're like me and you're like, I'm a little too old for Twitch, what would I be doing on there? Chances are you have a musician or an artist or something that's doing a Twitch thing. You can go on there and support them. Check out Twitch. I've actually been fi found myself using that lately because artists are on there. Barstool Preachers are on there. Uh, Bite Me Bambi does a ton of content on there. Uh, so I've been enjoying Twitch. I feel a little bit old when I do get on there. Uh, not because of the crowd, like the people that are on there, but there's so many little intricacies to it. 
In fact, I find myself messaging Tom, my good friend Tom, and I'm like, "What? Am I doing this right? Like, what?" And he's like, "Uh, I'm. I think so." But I just technology. Sometimes it's it's fleeting to an extent. But highly recommend the Twitch streams. Check them out. Uh, and one more thing before we end this episode, just a quick mention because you have less than a week left to pick up November's Basist Against Racists t-shirts. Those are the reprints with Lynn Lee of Bad Cop, Bad Cop and Eloise of the Linda Lindas. Uh, if you're in the U.S., make sure you get your order in through Chaos Merch. And if you are in Europe, get your order in through T-Mom. you got just a few days left to pick up one of those, uh, and especially if you missed those. I already put in my order for the Lynn Lee t-shirt. Uh, make sure you get on it because after the end of November, not going to be able to get them again. They're going to be gone, so make sure you take advantage of that and order your shirt. All right. Huh. All over the place today, I feel like. That's what happens when, when we allow beer back in the studio. Uh, thank you to Adam again. Still loving that uh, Devotion Citrus Wheat Ale. I'm, I'm liking it. I just I like the other ones a little better. It's, I, I, I think I'd probably drink most, most brews from Lucky Luke because uh, it is tasty. So check out Lucky Luke. If you're in Southern California, I don't know how widespread this one is. They might be a smaller brewery. Um, I've only seen them a handful of times, so if you're outside of Southern California, it might be tough to get them, but if you're in Southern California, you should be able to pick this up, uh, especially at craft beer stores. I've, I've seen them around there in Southern California. Good stuff. Tasty, tasty stuff. Uh, Lucky Luke. Mm. I've actually got one of the Blondales, and I'm going to go drink that one later tonight, too, as I prep my body for overeating on Thanksgiving. I did weigh myself today, too, because I, I ate a lot... You know, between the, the donut situation and the Popeye's chicken sandwich situation on my birthday, I was like, oh boy. But I weighed myself. I was like, oh, there is some room in there for turkey and mashed potatoes and such. So I will be enjoying all that stuff as well. All right. On that note, make sure uh, you're following us on all the socials. Uh, Facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall, of course. Uh, YouTube.com slash go tell it to the wall and my personal Instagram account at SoCalSean, S-O-C-A-L-S-E-A-N. And don't forget SeanO'RourkeLive.com. Uh, head over there, check out the exclusive stuff you're not going to find anywhere else, uh, as well as checking out our Patreon and our merch website. You need some, you need some holiday gifts, Hanukkah, Christmas, all the, all the holidays coming up. Uh, so make sure you pick up some of those and, and make sure you order them in time through the merch website. Uh, and we sh I'm, we'll probably be in here for a Common Sense Sundays on Sunday. Uh, but if we don't have one this Sunday because I'm hanging off the roof hanging Christmas lights, uh, then we will have one the following Sunday, and we'll have a nice little recap of the Half Past Two. I'm actually seeing Half Past Two. If you're going to Alex's to see Half Past Two and the Toasters on Thursday, I'll be there as well. Uh, so, so, you know, look for me. Give me a high five. I'll throw some stickers your way. Um, but either way, we'll be back either Sunday or the following Sunday with a new Common Sense Sundays, and of course we're getting up, getting into the holidays and stuff. So we'll be soon coming up on a holiday break. But uh, of course, before the holiday break, we will have our, our annual uh, Christmas episode with all of that goodness that goes with the holiday episode. I don't know where I was going with that. All right, we are done. This has been episode one twenty seven of Go Tell It to the Wall podcast. Hosted by me, your absolute favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. And remember, wall fans, common sensors, podcast consumers, no matter what you do, no matter who you're with, no matter where you go, and especially no matter why you are doing it, always, always use common sense.